0: Hello and welcome to episode 18 of the Courtright cast, where we talk about everything from science fiction, fantasy, movies, Hollywood, entertainment, culture, and pretty much everything in between. I am your host, Alex Courtright, and this is my brother, Jonathan Courtright. And today we are talking about the Godzilla vs. Kong trailer that has just come out. So the trailer just came out last week. The film is coming out March 31st, Mm -hmm. end of March. Uh, split release on HBO Max as well as in theaters too, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think we can just start by going off of uh, first reactions. What, what was your thoughts on the trailer? Uh,
1: I mean, because I know you're going to be a lot more brutal on it than I am. <laughs> oh, it's it's just the type of movie that I don't care for. Um, so it just looks big and dumb and ridiculous to me. Um, but at least they went that way after the first Godzilla movie. <laughs> because the the Kong movie and then the second Godzilla movie were like I wouldn't call them good, but they were massively more watchable than yeah. than the See, first Godzilla, I'm someone that can when it comes to
0: watching movies, I love to critique movies I love to to be harsh on them, and I, I there's a lot you can be harsh about, not that I love to be harsh on them, but like you know I usually take a critical eye to most films that I watch, however, films like this. And, you know, there are different. I feel like there are different things you can do with different films. And I think that when it comes to action, maybe this is because just I'm a dude. I enjoy action flicks just generally, but I can let a lot more pass if I just accept the movie is going to be big, dumb and ridiculous Mm -hmm. and I can still enjoy it. It's not going to make like
1: a top 10 list
0: for me. But I can still like look past it, and that is something that I actually can do with these monsterverse
1: movies. Well, I'm I'm fine with the big dumb and ridiculous uh, movies, but there's still a just because it's big dumb and ridiculous doesn't mean that there's no like craft to it. Yeah. like Independence Day is a legitimately good movie, and it's big dumb and ridiculous. Uh, like movie movies like that can can absolutely work. What I see with the specifically with these Godzilla Kong movies is that um, they don't have the heart behind it. They don't have the real craft behind it that something like independence day yeah, uh, has to make it work past being like oh cool we're seeing to take Godzilla it to like classic level and Kong where it's gonna actually gain respect right it's, like, like Pacific Rim has a very similar premise to to these movies as in it's a big dumb like we're gonna watch these giant things fight each other type thing um but Pacific Rim was made by Guillermo del Toro and it was a little better he didn't you know, it didn't work. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't like that movie at all. So you didn't like it, not right. at all. <laughs> uh, I didn't think it worked great, but there was more to it. it worked a little better than um, uh, the Kong movie. I can't yeah. remember the subtitle. Yeah, that Kong Skull Island. Yeah, um, yeah. So,
0: I mean, just based off of this trailer alone, this is kind of what we've been building up to since they started with Godzilla. That was the first one, um, and I'm gonna be honest. I have to give them a little bit of uh credit just for getting this far because when they announced that they were trying to do like a monster verse type of thing i laughed said that's a stupid idea not the jury's still out on whether or not it's a stupid idea but i kind of laughed and was like i don't see that going anywhere i also it seemed like something that was kind of just a nebulous idea that wasn't going to actually come to fruition so the fact that they've made it this far at least has intrigued me enough to be like not to invest myself in the franchise because it's just not it's not something that i'm like supremely excited for but it is enough to make me kind of look at it and be like they could be building it into something i don't yeah. know that it's ever going to be something that is like amazing massive cultural phenomenon or anything but as a like general universe they're not doing a horrible job yeah. i mean they're i mean i would say they're doing better than dc at this point like yeah, when I mean, it comes well, to cuz cuz they announced it when marvel was like we're gonna do our cinematic universe they proved that it was successful and then like nine studios it felt like we're like we're gonna do that with all of our
1: movies and then it kind of fell off and remember, no one really remember the dark it. universe which started with the mummy with tom cruise and ended yeah. <laughs> with the mummy with tom cruise <laughs> yeah exactly that's it was at that time where once mar like everyone
0: was watching to see if marvel was actually gonna find success with the universe. And then, as soon as they did, everyone's like, "This is the new wave. This is how we do things now." It felt like there was mm-hmm. a bit of a fad about it, and yeah. I'd say that that's still the case. But I really just didn't expect a MonsterVerse to be the next one to actually do something remotely successful. Because yeah. I'm not going to lie, DC's been trying to do it, and I would say I care more as someone who likes DC and looks forward to it. Their movies have been so bad that, like, I would say this MonsterVerse is something I care more about at this point. Like, I, I enjoy more. Right. Like, I'm more looking forward to Kong mm-hmm. uh, versus Godzilla than like wonder woman or Mm -hmm. the next
1: justice league iteration yeah i mean the last kong movie and the last godzilla movie were were like shockingly watchable um (laughs) that's
0: such a good descriptor
1: for it because they were they they were were shockingly watchable. like that last godzilla movie was like i could not tell you one thing that happened plot wise in that movie i could not tell you a character's name uh i do not remember any actor that was in it aside from millie bobby brown But I actually remember some pretty unique visuals. Um, I remember, weirdly, it had a really good color palette. Like, there was a really beautiful, like, blue, like, lightning lit scene towards the end. Uh, Like, those things stuck out in my mind. Um, And I remember thinking, like, when I went to see it, I knew it was going to be pretty stupid. And I was like, I just want to see Godzilla, like, just wreck some stuff. And then I got to see plenty of Godzilla wrecking stuff. And it was kind of the same thing with Kong. It was like they they very quickly got them to the island and made sure to like show Kong. And they did a great job in that movie of like capturing the size yeah. of Kong. Um, so it's like they I think they sort of know what they're going for now. They're like this is what people really want to see. Um, and I think they, uh, I think they're from the trailer. It looks like they're definitely doing that with this one.
0: Yeah. The, this, this trailer looks like they're really just leaning into the chaos and mayhem of gigantic monsters fighting each other. Yeah. I did like the way the trailer kind of leaned in on, you know, I don't know. I'm not super into like Godzilla lore, but mm-hmm. I did like the way they seem to be leaning into the mythical you know these wars over like hundreds of years like I like the idea I don't know about the execution yet but I like the idea of where they're leaning with the story um I do think they can execute big dumb and ridiculous and fun while also bringing a little more heart to it so I would like to see that and hope that they can I don't have a lot of hope for this movie but as the you know as as in bringing like a lot of craft and true like heart to the the franchise But I would hope that if it continues to go on and does become like an actual sustainable universe, that they could improve in that aspect. Because I think that without that, it's going to be hard to bring it into an echelon of memorable movies. There'll be movies that you will watch. But if we're talking about making them like memorable movies that you just want to want to watch again or remember, like you said, like Independence Day is a classic film. But it is big, dumb and ridiculous. Yeah. But if it didn't have that same heart, then you would not want to go back and watch it. So. When it comes to the new trailer, I do like some of the idea of where it's going, and I am a sucker for just the spectacle, the scale and the fact that they've really leaned into doing it and doing it really well is something that I like because that's something that I really liked in uh, Godzilla 2 and Kong Skull Island. I feel like Godzilla 2 really brought it home, um, mainly because uh, it was Kong Skull Island. I have a bit of a soft spot, soft spot for, because I do, I really like and support Jordan Vogt Roberts mm-hmm. as a um, director. And I think some of the visual things he did with that movie were astounding. Mm-hmm. Some of the shots, like just the shot composition on Kong Skull Island, just I would say that the movie is worth watching for the opening. I think it's for the first action sequence where Kong it's like where he's wrecking the, where helicopters. He's wrecking the helicopters. It's incredible. Not only is the scene incredible, but some of the shot compositions with the sun and the positioning and the symbolism and everything was it it wasn't just like, oh, we shot like big, good CGI. It was like really, really well put together scenes. Yeah. And that movie really fell flat in the acting category as well as just the writing category. And I've even, you know, Jordan vote Roberts has actually acknowledged that as well, that, you know, he didn't have the greatest script to work on. So I don't like blame him as and like I said, that comes where I have like a little bit of a soft spot for him. Where I'm like, well, it's not his fault that the story sucked because frankly, the story was. I don't remember it. It was, it was unmemorable. It was, I would say kind of lifelessly acted. Um, yeah,
1: Yeah, that's, that's where the Godzilla movie fell flat. The same, the second Godzilla movie uh, fell flat the same way um, where it was like, it's, it it is really stunning visually and it fulfills that like um, need to see a giant monster destroy things. But it it does very much fall flat when it comes to the characters.
0: See, I would agree with that, but I feel like God. What Godzilla did better than Kong was uh, Godzilla 2, Just for specific, just to be specific, um, what I feel like Godzilla II did better than Kong was they did more of the visuals and gave less time to. And I know that sounds like that's true. counterintuitive, but Kong kind of did give time to its characters mm-hmm. in its story, and then it wasn't good versus godzilla 2 was kind of like yeah we there's nothing behind the curtain so here's all this you know spectacle and it worked because while i would have enjoyed a movie with a little more uh substance to it 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 kept me entertained what i remember when i saw godzilla 2 i was just like i was came in kind of expecting to hate it i'm not gonna lie i I was like this is probably gonna suck but we're just going to the movies because we want to go see a movie and i ended up being like that was really entertained that was there were some beautiful shots there was like you said really great color palettes um they did a really great job not just with the shots but like the composition of the scenes i thought the action was engaging and i'm actually not usually i like spectacle i'm not a big like giant robots fighting mm-hmm. type of fan but mm-hmm. these movies kind of turned that on me because I don't enjoy the Transformers action particularly at all and um, I did not enjoy the Pacific Rim action at all. So the fact that they won me over in the kind of spectacle big giant monsters fighting arena was impressive to me.
1: Yeah, I, I remember specifically um, uh, there was a set piece that was like in the snow in that. Movie. I, I remember so little about like the context of the plot in that movie. but I remember there was some big set piece uh, in, set in like set out in the snow yeah, in that movie talking about. and um i remember it being like genuinely tense and thinking i don't remember any of these characters names and i don't care about them whatsoever the fact that this scene in and of itself is um has got me engaged and um like actually you know compelled to like know what happens next is um is almost like a bigger compliment with how completely lifeless characters yeah. in that movie are
0: well i also thought that when you say like lifeless the characters didn't have anything to work with but uh i did think that millie bobby brown did a good job of engaging on nothing to engage with it, on acting through. because most of her scenes are just her like being scared intense yeah. you know it's her like running like freaking out and I mean, not that there's much to work with there, but I I enjoyed her performance within those boundaries. You know, it didn't have a lot to it. But and I say that as someone who has, you know, some criticisms of Millie Bobby Brown's performances in the past. So I I thought she did a good job with in this series. And I like how they're leaning into uh, because she's in the trailer for I don't know how big of a character she'll play, but it seems like they're probably going to stick with her a little bit um, in the new movie. And I like how they're kind of leaning into giving her a not a big girl role, but kind of pulling her out of the kid, the kiddie pool that she's been in since Stranger Things. Um, and it looks like she's playing more of a mid-teens character, like even just the way like her, her dress, the hair, the makeup. It looks like they're kind of trying to age her up a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I, I like where they're going with it. Uh, I think that she fits that role pretty well for what it's worth.
1: Yeah, I, I, I almost feel like slightly hypocritical criticizing Godzilla one for trying to be um, sort of more than what you would expect from that yeah. type of movie. Cause that was not a monster. And then, s- that was not a rock'em sock'em
0: monster. Yeah, movie. not
1: at all. And, and then I criticize the next two for not being that, but it's, it's because neither of them have done it particularly well. Yeah. Uh, but with the first Godzilla movie, like the, it was, it was made by uh, Gareth Edwards who did rogue one. Um, and it just, it had that same issue of like completely dead characters to me. And, and it had good actors. Like it had um, Aaron Taylor Johnson mm-hmm. and uh, Elizabeth Olsen was in it. And um, uh, there was somebody else in it that was big. But uh, it it played the like the Jaws game, like the hide the shark game, where um, for, for a little while it was really cool only seeing like glimpses of Godzilla. Uh, but the movie's like over two hours long. And when it gives you nothing to care about in between, like Jaws hid the shark for 90% of the movie and gave you engaging characters in a really good story that built up to a, like a great climax. Godzilla gave you dead characters, boring story, no Godzilla. Yeah. (laughs) Then it was like, you see this like one big scene with Godzilla. Mm -hmm. And then he like walks into the ocean and it's like, I don't remember these characters names. I don't remember. Like, I don't care about this at all. And then they turn around and 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 it's (laughs)
0: literally, the monster is literally Godzilla is the main character (laughs) of Godzilla too.
1: In in Godzilla one, like you see like, you see like your first like glimpse of Godzilla like 40 minutes into the movie and it, and then it continues with these like they did a good job of like building like um, tension, building tension and building like uh, really showing how huge Godzilla was uh, kind of similar to how they did it in Kong, mm-hmm. but way slower. And there were some really good set pieces from like a technical standpoint. It's just it was so like boring to sit through all the rest yeah. of it. It was like they just didn't make it worth it by the end of it. Whereas if if they had gone that route and had stronger characters and a stronger story and a better pace, then that approach could have worked. And it would have been something that I liked way more than um, the way the, the next two went. But it just didn't work out. And people, people complained so much about not getting to see Godzilla that the next two were like a total response to that. Uh-huh. It was almost like the like the Superman thing where people are like no nobody saw Superman fight and Superman Returns and that's all he does in Man of Steel. Yeah, yeah. When it comes to the new movie, my
0: only worry is that like I it looks ridiculous, but it the trailer I actually thought looked kind of cool. But there's a part of me that's like, okay, is that guy is that Kong swinging a battle axe that's glowing? <laughs> You know, it's like, at what point is it too absurd? And what I really hope is that they continue to capture what they did with the action and spectacle in Godzilla 2 with the added spectacle of Kong. And it doesn't go too overboard. Like, Mm -hmm. I know this movie is probably going to be just mayhem the whole way through. Right. But I hope that it it still maintains that, I guess, that level of...
1: uh, of it being good spectacle, I hope it doesn't turn into just throwaway. If yeah, that makes I, sense, well, I don't know. I think it kind of inherently will be because, like, how deep of a motivation can Kong have for anything that he's doing? Yeah, like, how not, deep of I'm a motivation going, I'm really can Godzilla on have? So it's why like
0: they're even fighting. I don't know why they're fighting. I'm because not. I thought God, don't sure. they like Godzilla by the end of two?
1: Doesn't he like save everyone? I don't remember. It's the whole Godzilla thing <laughs> is remember. really confusing. But it's like I, you know how much are you going to be able to care why they're fighting? And if they're not going to give you people on the ground that you care about, it's kind of going to be, well, how ridiculous can we get? Yeah. Uh, So I kind of feel like that's going to end up being the point of it. Yeah. And I'm not going to
0: prejudge it because I I do kind of expect that, but I'm going to go in with an open mind. However, it is really hard to not prejudge it when the director of Godzilla versus Kong, his least what's his last uh, live action movie was death note. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The the, the Death Note one that came out for Netflix, correct? Yeah. Okay.
1: 2017? I never never saw it. Okay, I say this as a rather large
0: fan of the original Death Note anime. And without trying to put the... Without trying to go too hard on it for not being true to the original, you know, trying to give it the the creative uh, freedom to actually do something different. The live action Death Note on Netflix was so truly horrible that it was funny, like so funny that you want to cry because it's so <laughs> sad that you have to laugh because otherwise you might cry because a genuinely great intellectual property is being desecrated, like absolutely dooed on across <laughs> the board for like two hours. So much so that I couldn't even finish the movie. Not only because I didn't like where the movie was going, but because it was so poorly made on every level from the acting to the shots to just the general composition of the scene. Like it was I felt like I was watching a YouTube movie. I felt like YouTube originals produced the film. Like, actually, that would probably be an insult. That would that would probably be an insult to YouTube originals. Like so I'm then turning around and seeing this trailer for a movie that I actually think looks vaguely interesting and I'm willing to go see. And knowing that that's who's helming it doesn't, it's like I want to have faith in the franchise, but Hollywood blows my mind on how they choose directors sometimes. Cause you will see these new properties that genuinely have potential and they'll hand them away to directors that d- don't make any sense. Like, yeah. Well, and we- I don't mean up and coming directors where you're like, oh, let's give them a chance, like Peter Jackson on Order of the Rings. I mean, like people who made movies that, Like Death Note was universally panned. Like I'm 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 roasting it over the fire right now, but it's not a controversial opinion to say
1: that. Yeah. Well, weirdly, like they've gone with um, They've gone with like horror directors for for uh, for most of them, like uh, Gareth Edwards isn't a bad idea. Gareth Edwards isn't necessarily a a horror director, but uh, I want to say the first movie that he did um, before Godzilla was more of a, like, uh, at least a thriller or like a sci-fi thriller or horror movie. Um, and then the guy, I can't remember his name, but the guy that did the, um, last Godzilla movie had directed some horror movies prior. And now this, this guy did Death Note and a couple horror movies prior to that. It's, uh, it's kind of an odd approach, but I guess it works because See, I like the it, it horror approach. To. Cause that makes, that makes sense.
0: It's just like... Uh. Like, I don't have anything negative. I mean, there there were some major problems with all the movies prior, but I don't have like a massively negative reaction to like how well the movie was put together. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try and hold out judgment on this next movie until I see it. But just going in knowing that someone could create something so truly horrible that I just have to hope that Netflix just absolutely destroyed uh Death Note in the production, and that yeah. it wasn't his fault. Like so, that's how I have to see, because that does happen. Where it's not always the director's fault that a movie comes out poorly,
1: right? So many people are involved with it that, um, like, if Godzilla versus Kong is good, you know, you don't know how much of it can be attributed to, to that guy, and yeah, with Especially Death Note being such horrible, a you don't know how much could contribute or how much he contributed to that. But uh, but also Godzilla versus Kong, I I know for a fact has a far bigger budget than Death Note did, so on a technical level it's yeah. probably going it looks, to look on a technical better level, it does look they're going cool. even if he's not an amazing director they're gonna get a cinematographer who knows what they're doing and they're gonna get the people that yeah. so so from that standpoint v- it looks it will look good, a whole lot more trailer. professional than yeah <laughs> death note did but yeah
0: i don't know i'm i mean i'm just i'm just surprised that i have to i have to tip my hat to the studio for actually bringing this whole monster verse thing to fruition. I don't really know where they're going after it, but I know that isn't the plan supposed to be like a big universe. Mm-hmm. Like wh- what is the next I monster? I don't know. Like where are they? Like, I feel like it's, we've been going, it's weird. I Kong, don't for Kong. Godzilla has been the, not in game, but pretty much all we've known since the beginning. Like yeah. we knew they were going to do Kong and Godzilla, but I feel like there are some other monsters. Do people care about the other monsters? I don't know. And I don't think so, but what I'm interested to see is if they can make people. Because we already had Kong and Godzilla without a MonsterVerse. we Everyone knows them. Everyone generally cares about them enough to, you know, see a movie. However, after this movie, I'm not sure I want to see a Kong versus Godzilla 2. And I'm not really sure that I want to see a Godzilla 3 or a Kong 2. I, like, whatever, we, you can continue to use these monsters, but I need to go somewhere else. And honestly, we're getting so big and bombastic that the, I'm... The challenge that it will be to raise the bar after this, like after two of these massive, iconic monsters just duking it out in cities and over the ocean. Like, where do you even go from there on spectacle? There are some places, but the budgets and the scale are just going to have to get so much bigger and crazier or they're going to have to do a real 180 and go almost like an I mean, not that it's like a great example, almost like an Iron Man three vibe where you like tone it down. Right. You you bring it down a bit and take it. And with their track record on, you know, to do a movie like that to slow it down and take the focus off the massive fighting and the monsters, I think it's yeah.
1: and it'll be hard. They'll probably just do like a team up movie. Yeah. That's what probably just do like Godzilla and Kong versus
0: other monsters. That's kind of how I'm expecting it to just keep going bigger, but I don't know how I feel like you've got like one more movie in you. Yeah. After Godzilla vs
1: Kong, I'm not sure it'll make it another movie though, because um, I don't know how much of a success that um, the last two were. I'd imagine that like Godzilla is probably extremely successful overseas. Um, yeah, I mean it's where he originated, but uh, I I don't know how successful this one's going to be uh, in terms of especially money, especially, especially with the split. Yeah. Yeah, especially with the split release. Um, so I don't know if it'll make it another movie, and I'm not sure people are really going to be like wanting it to make it yeah. another movie. Like, I, th- I think the people that were interested in this to start with are going to be Feels happy like to see the end of the line. This, but I think that this would be the the climax yeah. to it all. And there's not much left. Like there's right. not a w- what happens to Kong? Yeah, after I don't this think movie. at the <laughs> end of this, people are going to be like, well, what what happens next, <laughs> yeah. guys?
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting. You know, I'm, like I'm not super. This is not a franchise that I'm like super in like i don't follow it super closely it's kind of a throwaway franchise to me so i'm i'm kind of like not invested either way i'll go see the movie i will probably just be entertained that's what i hope for at the most i I set my bar really low
1: and just will be surprised by it that's kind of what that's why i did with the last one i really didn't like you said i didn't expect the last one to be um as entertaining as it was but i just had my bar set really low and um, that was how I got into it, too, because we had seen Kong
0: Skull Island and I was actually kind of excited for Kong Skull Island because I'd seen all the promo for it and it was yeah. really cool looking. And while I did enjoy parts of the movie, I was I, I kind of came away a little empty from it. Um, However, that bar stayed really low for Godzilla, too. And when I went in, I was like, that was, that was really entertaining. So yeah. I don't know. We'll, we'll we'll have to see. So um, I think that just about wraps up all of my thoughts on the Monsterverse. We will see how it goes and probably talk about the movie after it comes out and maybe do a little review on the podcast. But until then, we will see you guys next week in episode 19. Thank you guys for watching. Be sure to like, subscribe, comment, uh leave a review on the podcast on Spotify, Apple. They help us out a ton and otherwise we'll see you guys in the next episode.